We believe we all have a big self and pursuing it is holy work. We also believe that most of us let fear persuade us not to pay attention to it. On episodes when Shelly and I don't have a guest, once or twice a week, we like to bring you a big idea wrapped in a sample size package. We call these our micro episodes that you can listen to on your way to the grocery store or running an errand. Why? Because the big journeys are made of thousands of tiny steps. Welcome to the Big Self Show. I'm your host, Chad Prevost. Hey, everyone. I'm Shelly Prevost. It's so good to be here with you today. And today we wanted to talk about, well, the idea began to from, we wanted to talk about how to move past repetitive types of conflicts and how that could lead to renewed levels of trust and open communication. But we also know that that's, that's a huge topic and you could, you know, spend hours discussing it. I think a lot of clients, a lot of folks we work with and talk to, you know, one of the most confounding parts of inner growth work is Mm -hmm. like, why do I keep doing the same thing. Like I, you know, people seeing patterns, this repetitive conflict or these repetitive dramas getting played out for many, many years, if not decades. And I think it's so perplexing. It's like, I don't understand why I keep doing that. So glad that you brought that up in that way, in that context, because a lot, you know, people who, when they come to getting, wanting to be coached, that they're coming because there is a pain point. There is something that is happening in their life. Usually, yes, this repetitive pattern and they want to get, they want to move through it. And often there is this idea of like, Hey, um, you know, you have a certain amount of time to, fix me or make me better uh, coach. Mm-hmm. And then there is this really hard inner work, which isn't about fixing. It's about transforming, right? And that is where things might get complicated for a lot of people. And yeah. so the theme of this today is the idea really where it is that there is expect for there to be constant I'm sorry if this is bad news for you, but constant inner conflict, yeah, the need for opposing forces for us to achieve the higher, bigger self that we're often talking about. Yeah, I um, often talk about the tension between self-compassion and self-confrontation. And typically when people start this work, whether it's coaching or therapy or just self-development, like there is, there's a period of self-compassion that is really, really important. We need to be kind. We need to really be our own best friend in the process and all, you know, all the things we're learning. But there does come a point where you do have to begin to do some Mm self-confrontation. And I think people really resist that. They don't love it. It doesn't feel great. But I think that's what you're talking about. There has to be some tension in order to give yourself something to work with. Um, And so I think, and that's, that's a lot of what the coaching process is, is beginning to unearth what is, what does need to be confronted? Where are you getting in your own way, sabotaging your own self? Um, and then, and typically, and you know, it's the ego. Those, those are the egoic patterns that 
you have to begin really pushing back on, deeply inquiring about. And that is really often very painful work for people. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about. And I think in an episode, a couple of episodes ago, when you're talking about radical responsibility, it does require the self-confrontation. Yeah. Overall, this concept reminds me of what is called the law of three. Mm-hmm. And according to this law, every phenomenon So not just us biologically in our emotions, but all phenomena in the universe have, it consists of three separate forces, which are active, passive, and reconciling or, or neutral. I like the think of it as reconciling. So he would, he called this the law of three. And it is that, so there's always like this active, there's this thesis, this activating force. And then there is almost like an immediate like opposition, a, a force that like denies or goes, moves against. We, we know about it in all great fiction, right? We have to have conflict and tension. But a lot of people get e- either they never even like have the initial burst or very often we just get stuck in binaries mm-hmm. and we never move toward the reconciling. So um, another thing, another way that Gurdjieff talks about it is a shock point. The third force is often, he, you know, and I love that word, it's a shock point. It's something that comes into your experience to disrupt this binary or this kind of automatic way that you're living. Right. It's a reconciling force. Um, and it, you know, the way that, that I think about it, it can be really anything outside. Like it can be, you meet someone who confronts something in you that you've kind of always glommed onto as the, that's the, the, the way. It can be a book you read. It can be a teacher. It can be an experience you have. But something that begins to dislodge you from that complex or that way that you've always kind of operated. And that that's the reconciling. It's, it, it wakes you up and it makes you pay attention to maybe there is another way or maybe there's another way to think about this or another way to do this. And for me, you know, the way I have often talked about it um, is, is was my burnout. I was living very lopsided, really um, identified with a lot of these patterns and ways of doing life. And it, I had to endure a third force, which for me was burnout. (laughs) It came at me like a Mack truck and it made me reevaluate um, kind of this this narrative or this story that I had been operating with for a very long time. And so that's an example. And then there's lots of you know little third forces kind of throughout that process: meeting people, meeting mentors along the way, reading certain books, like finding a post on Instagram that just rocks my world. You know, like there's all these ways that we get dislodged from kind of the 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 habitual way that we keep operating. So uh, that that's what I would invite you all to think about. What's the third force, the destabilizing that's getting you to move out of your patterns and into a little bit more balance. You know, the triangle is the most this is the strongest structure. And so I think that the third force it does allow for uh, at first it might feel destabilizing. But ultimately, it is this reconciling 
um, energy that comes into your life that does serve a stabilizing purpose. Yeah, I, I like the way that you're just jumping right to the reconciling force. Um, you know, I think one way, like if we're going to think about like, well, how do we get stuck in ourselves? Well, it's just self-beliefs, self-beliefs, assumptions about ourselves, about the world. We become entrenched and then we become, they become skewed, perhaps twisted, just stuck. The stories, just the like, story we keep telling ourselves. Right. You know, it's just automatic and we don't ever like consider maybe that's not the truth. (laughs) Yeah. And we were watching Ted Lasso last night and um, what's his name that we love who Roy Kent, Roy Kent, you know, he was like, I got stuck. I got (laughs) stuck in my, in my own shit. As he would say. So I guess we have to label this, this episode as explicit, Um, but he, he, and so, and that's, that's what we mean. And, but then also you can begin to have beliefs about your partner and, and you become stuck in those and, you know, and our beliefs about the world, you name it. So we, and you know, sometimes we are in these one-sided echo chambers where there's no back and forth. There's, it's nothing but binaries, bad, good. You're in my tribe, you're out of my tribe. Mm-hmm. And there is none of this reconciliation force, this, uh, yeah, the synthesis. And that's what you leapt to immediately. A lot of us, a lot of us, it doesn't matter your Enneagram number, but it just, it does take a, <laughs> a force outside of ourselves to even like do a little bit of confrontation and begin to shift. Yeah. And most of what happens though was when that third force is coming at you, what do we do? We resist. We defend. We want to like double down in our own story mm-hmm. instead of going, okay, right. maybe, maybe this tension I'm feeling is actually stabilizing me. It's actually strengthening me. It's getting, it's pushing into my story to give me a little bit of room to examine it. Like maybe this isn't the whole story. So be open to the tension you're feeling. Like that's part of the growth process. I know it can feel awful at times and your instincts are going to want to defend your old story and your way of seeing people and living in the world, but be open to the tension, be open to the force, to the force (laughs) um, and see what it has for you. Because, you know, we believe that that's part of, um, the greatest gift is the tension that's coming into your life is meant to grow you. It has to be an experience too. You can't just read, it can't just be in your head. And and so this has yeah. to be lived experience. And to, that's what we ultimately call wisdom. What is wisdom, but a hard won truth. And it's, you know, it's putting together the information that you've learned in your head and, and applying it in real life lived experiences, doing it in a different way. So this is the idea that we are throwing out at you to, on today's episode. You know, I think too, you've mentioned um, Carl Jung has talked about having triggering events mm-hmm. and yeah, we, so I don't know. I think overall, how do you get to breaking the script? and not continuing to repeat the dramas in your life. And I would just say I have three little takeaways from today's small episode. And that is like, how do we do this? Well, it's about listening. You might have heard this before, but I I feel like there's three different ways we can listen. We can listen to understand 
We can, as in like data and information, we can seek sources. It's all around us all the time. We can listen to learn and we can listen to ourselves, especially and why we're so defended and so sometimes scared to be wrong. I'll add this, that when you feel the tension in yourself, that is the ego's defense against this opportunity to tell a fuller story, to tell a bigger story, a whole story. The ego wants you to double down on the one that you've always believed. And for many of us, that works. And so the only way that we grow, we heal, we develop is when we allow this tension into our experience, knowing that the ego won't love it, but that is the only way that we can like really fully start to grow into whole people. I love that. So stay curious, keep your mind, heart, and body wisdom open to listening and embrace the the tension because if you're experiencing it, that's a sign that there is a struggle happening and growth happening. We are all about big ideas and how to integrate them into a more sustainable life to open up your learning, level up your self-awareness and consciousness, and move from surviving to thriving to flourishing. And you know where to find us at BigSelfSchool.com, where we offer one-to-one coaching, as well as trainings and workshops for organizations, big and small. Here's to seeing you on our next episode of The Big Self Show.